I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Some good news now. In Colombia, 10 former hostages are reunited with their families today. Each had been held for more than a decade by the FARC rebel group. The 10 soldiers and policemen were released yesterday, and the FARC has announced that it's getting out of the kidnapping business. But the rebels are still believed to be holding hundreds of civilian hostages. Reporter John Otis in the capital, Bogota, says the reunions were pretty emotional. When you have a loved one that's lost in the jungle for that long, it's almost uh, it's almost worse than they're being dead because they're both alive and dead at the same time. You know they're alive, but you're worrying about them and you never know if you're going to see them again. And when these guys uh, finally returned home after 12, 14 years, uh, some of them didn't even even recognize their loved ones. There was a little, there was a, a youngster named uh, Jonathan who said, "My father didn't even recognize me. Uh, his father was Sergeant Robinson Salcedo, who had been held for 14 years." Why were these uh, soldiers and police being held? Well, Marco, the the FARC had a policy to capture government troops and also politicians, and what they wanted to do was swap them, put pressure on the government to release FARC prisoners that were being held in Colombian jails. And that worked in a couple of occasions, uh, but uh, more recent Colombian governments over the past 10 years have refused to deal with the FARC. They've refused to hold any sorts of prisoner exchanges, and so the strategy just wasn't working anymore for the FARC. Now, this kidnapping business, this was the FARC's business model for so many years. Uh, Earlier this year, though, the FARC said it was getting out of the business of kidnapping for ransom. But uh, as we said earlier, they're still holding many civilians. Can you tell us how many? Well, Marco, we don't really know. Um, Some estimates uh, put the figure in the hundreds, but the FARC has simply never accounted for many of the civilians they've kidnapped over the years, and it's assumed that many of them are dead. I think we should also keep in mind that about a month ago, the FARC came out and said, we are going to stop uh, kidnapping civilians for ransom. But the FARC is also heavily involved in drug trafficking, and they're also very heavily involved in extortion schemes. And so a lot of people believe that the FARC is, this is just a cynical move by the FARC to get a little good publicity, but they're going to keep drug trafficking and keep uh, extorting businesses and making money in other forms. It's really a lot of, it's it's a big hassle to hold on to prisoners out in the jungle for them. They have to dedicate a lot of time and a lot of uh, guerrilla guards to guard these people. They have to shuttle them around the jungle uh, when the army is coming after them. So holding hostages really is a big hassle. And I think the FARC is finding easier ways to make money. You know, John, it seemed like not so long ago, the FARC was all powerful. Why are they now seemingly on the back foot? They can still cause a lot of trouble, but they are a lot weaker than they were 10 or 15 years ago. Back then, the FARC had about 15,000 fighters, and there was a lot of fear that they might take over the country. Today, thanks to a U.S.-backed military offensive that, that took about 10 years, all that has really hurt the FARC very badly. They've now got perhaps six or seven thousand fighters and they've been pushed back into more remote areas of the country that makes them less of a threat and it makes it harder for them to hold on to hostages which is one of the reasons we've seen these releases reporter john otis speaking with us from the colombian capital bogota thank you john thanks very much marco